friends forever, that's what we are. Through the thick and the thin, where friendship stars. We're banger main buddies from the days of old. We laugh, crying, hug, friendship solid as gold. My soul could whatever started a year ago. We share our stories and your stories were told. 80s, 90s memories that give us glee. And on the block party shows, NKOTV. Now our friendship circle has grown by far. Hashtag friends forever, that's what we all are. Boom. And if you don't know, now you know. My soul called whatever for life. Hashtag MSCW. Hashtag friends forever. Yeah. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah. This is Brooke. And this is Nikki. And this is my soul called whatever. And if this is your first time listening, welcome. Hello. Hello. Welcome to our world. Welcome to our podcast. Welcome to our world of toys. This is our 80s slash 90s episode. Um, Each week, we flip-flop between our Block Party New Kids on the Block episodes and our 80s, 90s episodes. And today, we have some 80s and 90s stories to share with you. Thanks to our people. And I'm just going to put this out here right now. Out there. Yes. Uh, We need your stories. Like... This whole podcast is about reading your stories and we're like, we're We're, we're running low. We're running low and we really want your stories. So, and you'll see, this is a variety that we have today. Yeah. We have, we even have a kind of late nineties, early two thousands story. And that's cool too. And that's cool too. Cause we're all nostalgic for the early two thousands. Exactly. Exactly. When every music video looked like an old Navy commercial. That is the truth. Give me those puffy vests. They did. Give me some Joey McIntyre in a puffy vest. Give me those bright colors, some frosted chips. Yep. Some Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. Yes. Some oversized sweaters. Some Gary Coleman. Yes. Some Gary Coleman. Yes. Um. So this week's episode is brought, is brought to, to you by... by- Stacy. Stacy. Stacy, you know what you did, Stacy. You know what you did. Thank, thank you so you. much for being a $25 Patreon peep. Yes, thank you. And if anyone else wants to learn how to become a Patreon peep, go to www.patreon.com slash my so-called whatever. Right. But if you can't do that, that's, that's completely cool. okay because we are a free podcast and we will remain free. But if you would like to help us out, you can head on over to iTunes and give us a five star. Five review. stars. Five stars. Five stars. If you like a little review. Yeah. Write up a little blurb. Yeah. Five stars. Submit it. And we thank you. Yes. How was your day today? It was all right. How was yours? It was okay. Um, I have so much to do and so little time. I have. A lot to do. I was thinking about this this morning because we go in two weeks. Where? We go down to Massachusetts. Who? We we go visit our friends. Oh, we do. You and I. Yeah. I'm like. And I have a lot of things I want to get accomplished before that weekend. I'm like, what? Who? You just tell me you're going to Tijuana. No, I'm not going to Tijuana. Oh, you're going to Cancun. Right. And I'm like, holy crap, dude. (laughs) Okay. No, we're going to mass. That's right. So I have a lot that I want to get done in my house before then. Yeah. It's the holiday season. 
Yeah. I decorated. My tree is up. My tree is up. It's decorated. It's rotating. And you have a fence around it. And I have To keep fen- the dogs away from it. How's that fence? Seriously. I called it the Fenway fence when I walked in. I said, oh, it's the Fenway fence. Yep. My dog decided <clears throat> that it would be a good idea to pee on my tree. <sighs> so we have to fence it now. He, But he doesn't understand. He thinks it's a tree. Like, this is a tree I've got to lift my leg on. Right. Many dogs would feel the same way. Like, we caught him the first time <clears throat> before he could do anything. Did you have him last Christmas? Yeah, and he never did anything. That's weird. He, but he's doing it this Christmas. Hmm. Last Christmas gave you my heart, but the very next day you gave it away. The very next year you peed on my tree. <laughs> um, <clears throat> excuse me, I don't. This year I'm putting a weird. fence around my tree. Yep. So I. Put up our tree. We haven't put up the rest of the, re- the decorations. I need to do that this weekend. But I don't know if it was last night. It was last night. We were on our way out the door to gymnastics. And Sadie said, Mom, when are you going to take the, the spider webs off the stairs? Uh-oh. I didn't even realize I still had like the fake spider webs <laughs> from Halloween still on like the railing to That's the stairs downstairs. Yeah. Oh, well. And I was like, oh, whoops. We'll take those down sometime this week. They're still there, but they'll come down this weekend. So I got my Christmas village put up too. Where? I, I didn't it's see it. It's in my kitchen. It's in the little. Oh, your window? Yeah. Nice. My Christmas. But I have a Lego village too that, that instead of the Christmas village, we decided. I decided I would wanted to do the Legos instead because it was fun, a fun thing that we could do together. Mm-hmm. You need to do it again? No. Nope. I just okay. don't want to breathe in the microphone. Oh, oh okay. Okay. And, um,. So, what was I saying? Lego oh, Village. Lego, Lego Village. So, each year, Kevin buys me a Lego Christmas set. Like, village set? Yes. Oh, cool. And then we put it together. That's nice. Yeah. Where are you going to put that? It's going in the black cabinet. Oh, okay. Yep. Well, I know that uh, cabinet. Not all of them. Because I have, like, seven now. So, they don't all fit. No. But they'll fit in your new house. Right. You'll find space for them in your new house. I need to find, I need to figure out a place to put them because they're very cute. They're adorable. Yeah. And it'll be something like after my kids, the grandkids maybe. Right. Your grandkids can play with and then you can like hand them down and right. that's fun. I'm just going to apologize in advance if I'm sniffling because I'm really not feeling well this evening. It's Thursday night and I feel like I'm coming down with something. Just putting that out there. Put it out into the universe, folks. Don't want to put it out in the universe because I don't. I'll put it out in the universe that I'm going to be better tomorrow. Yes. So. See. See. So, uh. Yeah. Today is Jonathan Knight's birthday. It is. Happy birthday, Jonathan Knight. He is 50. He looks great. He does. Like a fine wine. Like a Disney prince. Just like a Disney prince. Yes. For real. Really, he could just wear like the white with the gold. You with know. the gold. You know, like the white. Swirlies? Yeah, the swirly things. Yep, 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 yep. Puff sleeve shoulders. Yes. Yep. Those puffy sleeves. I've got like plans every single weekend now. This weekend, birthday. Right. 
yeah. and then in the parade. In the parade. And then next weekend is the the Your thing. The thing. His thing, Christmas and party. And then we're going to and then Mass. it's Christmas. Yeah. I haven't even really begun my shopping. It's harder now when you've got kids, like when they're older. It's yeah. harder now. It's like, and they won't tell us what they want. Yeah. They're like, no, we're good. <laughs> I'm like, don't say that. I mean, Bryn <laughs> is pretty much done. Yeah. Brody doesn't want much. That's hard. Sadie wants a puppy. Sadie wants a puppy. But you know what we're gonna tell her? What? And it's, and it's not not true. But because puppies and kitties and animals are alive, it's too cold for them. Oh. In Santa's sled, see Santa asks you what you want. Like you go sit on his lap and he asks you what you want, and then he goes to the North Pole and he tells the elves what to make because they make toys. They don't make animals. Yeah. And he can't get an animal in his sled because it's too cold up there in the in the sky. Right. When they're flying around. Right. So he'll bring toys and families go together to pick out pets. So if we get a puppy, it'll be because we have to go pick out the puppy and bring hey. it home. Santa can't bring a puppy. Good thinking. My mom thought of that really good we also hatched a plan that if we find a puppy yeah we know how we're gonna conceal the puppy oh until christmas oh i have to i just have to get my other half on board oh my stomach just growled <laughs> it went whoa so anyway i have a plan if we don't get a puppy and i have a plan if we do get a puppy hey we're not getting a puppy i'm sure we're not home enough yeah. We travel too much. Like, it's hard. Like, it, the practical side sit. of me. Yeah. Well, you could kennel him. But, like, for <clears throat> That's us, what we do with a cat. For us, we can't kennel Caesar because he's too old. Right. So we actually have to get a dog sitter. Right. And that's pricey. Because yeah. the person that does takes our dogs. And they're very responsible. Yeah. And they do a lot with them. So we're going to pay them good. Right. Because it's like babysitting. So we're going to pay them what we would pay a babysitter. And especially when you have like an older dog. Yes. I mean, she's so good with them. But yeah. So I get that. So we would have to kennel. That gets expensive. And also like, I don't know. You, I don't know. I mean, I guess you do what works for your family. Well, depending on the dog. We could always be an option. Yeah. We'll probably end up with some like high strung. Yeah. But if he gets along with Fenway, I mean. Right. And Caesar. <clears throat> right. I mean, but... Caesar, I'm not so worried about because he could always go in the kitchen with Fenway. Right. It's really just as long as he gets along with Fenway and Fenway is good with other dogs. Caesar is not. Yeah. So Caesar, he's an old man. Yeah. He's just he's set in his age. Yeah. Set in my ways. ways. What are you doing here, you little whimper snapper? I meant to say set in my ways. Not set in my age. Anyway, so that was a lot of talk about fun stuff. Hey. Excuse me. I'm sorry. I keep having to like clear my throat. That's okay. You're good. So I hope you enjoyed that. uh, 
I felt like we were on the delicious dish intro. Yeah. It was like very like quiet talking and it like was. back and forth and not much excitement. Just back and forth. Yeah. <laughs> no raising voices. Just back and forth. No. So. I would like to say. Yes. This is the year now that we both turn 39. This is going to be the year. This is going to be our year. Our last year of our 40s. You mean of our 30s? <laughs> I mean, the last year of our 30s. This is, oh my so God. mine starts, my my birthday is on Saturday. Right. And I have determined that on Saturday, my life starts now. Like, I'm going to be making better choices. It's my last year of my 30s. If Ugh. there's any reason for me to kick myself into high gear it's that i don't want to turn 40 i mean no offense to anybody that's 40 40 is great right but i felt like this when i turned 30 too like i didn't want to turn 30 what, I... what would i do to be 30 again i know i want to be 27 again my third my 30th birthday was one of the best birthdays even though I didn't want to turn 30. It was one of my favorite birthdays. I don't remember it. Kevin surprised me and got a limo and took me on a tour of my life. That's with you right. And Darcy and Erica. That's right. Oh, my God. Husbands. I forgot all about that. Yep. That was really good. Yep. He took me by the hospital where i was born i wasn't really i wasn't really born there but it was it was <laughs> called something different way back right it was like a osteopathic hospital i guess that's what you would call it i don't know it was called james a taylor hospital not to be confused with james taylor hospital <laughs> oh my you're mine it's this brown eyed girl wait that's not that's not james taylor nope. James Taylor's I've, I've seen, seen fire and I've seen rain. Oh my I've god. I've seen sunny days that I thought, thought would never end. I've seen lonely times where I could not find a friend, but I always thought, thought that, that I'd see you again. So people like people said that they like to sing along with us. That's cool. That's cool. So there's your uh, time. Neat. So yeah, James A. Taylor Hospital, and uh, that's so fun. Then I thought that was it, and we all went to the bowling place where he reserved a room, and like my airport friends, yes. And do you remember that? Yes, and, like, I do. My Bangor Daily friends, like worlds collided. That's right, worlds collided. It was so awesome. Gosh. I do remember that. My now. two lives like collided. Yeah. I have pictures from that night. That was a fun night. Oh, my goodness. And you and me and Stephanie Crane. Is that okay if I say her last name? I don't think she cares. You and me and Stephanie. Yeah. And Michelle. <clears throat> yeah. And Darcy. We all sat in like a... I just remember us sitting in a like... A little... Uh, like a booth? Booth. Yeah. Just talking and like... 
So fun. Gary would come over and talk for a little while and Oh, that's so fun. I do remember that. That was great. Yeah, it was. It was good. Kevin I, did a good job. He did. Well he had help. Didn't you help him? Oh, maybe. I don't remember. I'm pretty sure it was that you ten did. years ago. I'm pretty sure that you did. Because you all you guys all knew about it. I had no yeah, idea. Yeah, we knew I thought, about I it. I thought we were just going to Olive Garden. <laughs> Robbie kept going, What's this pulling up? What what's this pulling yeah. up here? <laughs> was he drunk? I don't think so. I think he was just excited. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. Oh my goodness gracious. So this this is the year. This is our year, bro. That was before I had Sadie. It is before you had Aww. Sadie. Were you with Pete? Yeah. So did Pete come with us? Yeah. Well he would have. He must have. Unless he was working. I don't I don't think that he came. He might have been working retail but no we because we got married and i was 29 we got married that that summer that summer we were still living in augusta he probably didn't come yeah because we were still in augusta so i probably came up and stayed the night yep somewhere you did no you stayed the night here and um he probably i'm sure he had to work yeah because it would have been on a weekend Yep. And I didn't. So well, there's oh our gosh. memory that we were, we were trying to figure out something to tell you guys that we had never talked about. There you go. We may have talked about it like in passing. I don't but, think we have. I don't but, think we have. Because I don't. I was, but I've always been like, that's the thing. Like, I've always been. I'm going to be honest. I love my birthday. Right. I love because it's the only time that my family <clears throat> gets together. No one. Not that they fight, but like. Right. Everyone's cool. Right. Everyone's cool. And I get to see people that I haven't seen in a long time all in one place. Yeah, that's cool. And I like that. You're just like, you take it or leave it. You want to know a secret? What? I love my birthday. <gasps> you do? Yeah, I do. But I don't want. How do I put it? I love my birthday. It's my favorite holiday. I like getting flowers on my birthday. I like that kind of, but I don't get them always. Sometimes I do. So I love my birthday, but I don't want to plan anything for my birthday myself. That I know. And nobody does it for me. No. So I generally don't do much. My mom always does something for me for my birthday. Whether it's like she makes dinner at her house and we go out. Well, guess what? Maybe I just might plan something for your birthday. Or if, like, we go out to dinner. Like, that's, like, and that's fine. But I'm not going to, like, plan a big bash for myself. Also, I don't necessarily want a big bash. Because what does that but, look like? But. Like, what but, does that look like at you, 39? What? I don't know what that looks like. What I, do I like to do? I like new kids on the block. Jordan, are you going to come? Woo! Like, that would be cool. But, like, I don't. Obviously, nobody would turn that party down. But like, I don't know. So anyway, I do like my birthday. I get apprehensive about getting older because I feel weird about it. Yeah. Like, oh, hiccup like, again. I remember Sorry, when my again. dad turned 40. I remember his 40th birthday party like it was yesterday. I remember that. How old were you? 11. Okay. I remember it very well. Hmm. Yep. But, well, I usually have to remind Kevin 
or not remind him, but I'm like, so are we doing anything or? Right. Because you're going to have to call my mom and dad. Like. <laughs> right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. And I hate doing that. And he's usually pretty good about it. And I feel like awkward because that's the thing. Like, I'd rather not do anything. I'd rather not do anything than plan my own party because that's weird that me too it feels awkward yeah but i like to be recognized on my birthday i like when people say happy birthday me too i like it when like i would love to get flowers at work on my birthday they hey you've put it out into the universe i'm i'm pretty sure you're gonna get flowers on your birthday but at work i didn't know that you were a flower person i am not you know i'll tell you what i like i like them at work they like brighten up my area. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not good with them at home, but it's hard when you have a cat. You can't put it anywhere because the cat will chew it. Right. And they also tend to stink after a while. So like you have to rinse them out. And I'm not good with that part of the plant stuff. But I do I do like flowers, even though they die and they're expensive. Mm-hmm. I get it. Like they're expensive and they die. Right. That's what but other people what say about want. them. But I kind of like them. I don't like balloons. I don't like balloons. Nope. Well, I mean, I'll take them. You know what I mean? I'll take a balloon, but I'd rather have flowers. I don't want a balloon that spells all my name. No. Nah. Or a big four zero. No. In black. Oh, that wouldn't. I don't want an over the hill party. (laughs) I'm good with that. I'm all set. Um, No, but like you said, like. I like my birthday. I'm just putting it out there. By the time this comes out, my birthday will be passed. Yes, it will. But was it a good time? Probably. Well, good. Well, you're coming. Yeah. So it's going to be a good time. We should read some stories. Yeah, we probably should. Because it's... We've been talking for a while. Hey, but that's okay. So without further ado... Let's get into some stories. Let's get into some stories. So our first story is from Diana. Diana. Diana Ross, not to be. Oh, no. Whoops. Sorry. Diana Roth, not to be confused with Diana Ross. Did you see Diana Ross last night on the holiday tree spectacular? No. Was she She, living her best life? She was fabulous. Did you see her at the Thanksgiving Macy's Day Parade? No. Again. Fabulous. That hair. So would you like to read the story or would you like me to read the story? Oh, I can read the story. Okay. Let's get into it. Okay. This is Diana's story. Yay. In the year 1997, I was 24 and found myself already divorced. I decided I needed a change and to get away from my small town and cheating ex. I chose to move with my daughter to Orlando, Florida, where my sister and her family lived. That was the year. That was the that was the time to live in Orlando. Let me tell you. Yes, it was. Let me tell you. Whoa. I wanted to be in Orlando in the late 90s, early 2000s. This was one of the best decisions I could have made, and it led to many great memories and friends. Being a single mom, I needed a job with benefits. I found out that Universal Studios offered full-time and health insurance for those who worked their third shift cleaning the park. Sign me up. I started at the original park, and then when Islands of Adventure was opening, I went over on the opening team. That alone was a cool experience, being in the park when it had still required hard hats and work boots and watching it come to life. The job itself was fun, being in a closed theme park at night, but that was just the beginning. 
Being an employee, I could go to the park whenever I wanted. I then got my daughter an annual pass. She would come home from school and do her homework. Then I would whisk her over to the park to hit all the rides before closing. Okay. That, how much fun was that? That's a cool mom right there. That's Diana. A, such a cool mom. You're a cool mom. Yeah, it's so awesome. We also found that if you went to the theater at City Walk on a Wednesday night, right after school. Oh, excuse me. I'm going to start over. Okay. We also found that if you went to the theater at City Walk on a Wednesday right after school to see a Melissa Joan Hart movie, you would have the entire place to yourself, <laughs> which for me felt like being Daddy Warbucks giving my daughter the Annie experience. Oh, that's so sweet. That's so cool. <clears throat> Over the four years that I worked there, I was able to provide my daughter with several unique experiences. We met Xenon Girl of the 21st Century. I remember that. Kristen Storms. During a soap opera weekend, Josh Evans, the young Grinch during festivities for the movie opening, and so much more. During the grand opening of Islands of Adventure, we saw Patrick Swayze. Patrick Swayze? He's a national treasure. He R. is R. a national treasure. R.I.P. Patrick Swayze. Kirsten Dunst Whoa. and Whitney Houston, Whoa. all from a distance. But of all our experiences, the one that is most iconic in pop culture history would be Britney Spears' performance on City Walk for the Teen Choice Awards. Whoa. When I got off work, there was a notice by the time clock encouraging us to go to the Britney performance because they wanted a large crowd. They didn't need to convince me. I went home, got a nap, and then headed back with my daughter for the concert. We ended up being right by the barrier in front of the stage and had so much fun. I had no idea that the performance we were about to see would become infamous because of her outfit. Those orange pants and that white crop top. Yes. I believe you guys even mentioned those pants on a recent episode. Possibly. I asked my daughter when I decided to write the story what she remembered most about that night. Her response? Brittany's boobs bouncing all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> we saw other cool concerts there, including Pink and the Beach Boys. Also a teen pop group that was big at the time, whose name is escaping me right now. But that short Britney concert is the one I remember most. In 2001, life got in the way and we had to move back to Ohio. But the late 90s was a pretty awesome time to live in Orlando. That yep. is so true. That is so true. So, so true. Oh, I love it. These pictures are awesome. Yeah, they are. I'm looking through them. Oh, my gosh. So cool. That's so fun. That is so awesome. Wow. That Britney outfit. So it's iconic. It's on point. It really is. I would have wore something like that. I would not have because I didn't have the body for well, it. Well, no, I, if I did. Oh, yes. Just if like I did, I would have wore those handkerchief shirts. You know me. Yes, I wanted one real you bad. You would have worn one of those handkerchief shirts. Absolutely. So that was awesome. Thank, Thank you. you so much, Diana. We yes. appreciate you sending that in. Thank you. All right. Shall I read Charlene's story? Yes, you this shall. This is Charlene's story. Hey, ladies. I'd like to tell you a story from the year 2001. In my 38 and a half years of life, I only regret the things I didn't do. This story is one of them. In late 1999, my friends and I befriended some Hollywood promoters we met. Because of them and the clubs that they were promoting, they would get us into clubs and VIP areas in said clubs. We were a posse of five girls who have since imploded in late 20-something dramatics, and I was engaged to, I was engaged to my ex at the time. Wait. 
We were a posse of five girls who have since imploded in the in late 20 something dramatics. And I was engaged to my ex at the time. So they're no longer friends. Mm. That's sad. It is, but sometimes that happens. It is, but maybe it's for the best. Right. One weekend, we were at a club in L.A., decked out in leggy, boobalicious... One weekend, we were at a club in L.A., decked out in a leggy, boobalicious dress. Hey, I was 21. Why not, right? Yeah, why not? True. And I was walking through the VIP section past the bar. To my left, leaning against the bar, I see Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Patrick Rena. Is that how you say it? Rena? I have no idea. Patrick is a redhead with freckles from the sandlot. You're killing me, Smalls. Oh, that guy. That guy. (laughs) Joseph is standing, smiling, holding a beer. I think, oh, that's a cute guy from 10 Things I Hate About You. Patrick looks a little drunk and is talking to him enthusiastically. As I walk past him, Patrick grabs me by the right wrist and says to me, it's about the, it's all, wait, and says to me, it's all about the love, man. I looked at him and Joseph said, yeah, it's all about the love. He let go of my wrist and said, see, man, she knows. She knows. <laughs> the whole time, Joseph is just smiling, now looking at me and smiling bigger. I look at him and smile back. But then I just walked away. Fail, fail, fail. What I should have done was introduce myself to Joseph, hit on him, and then made out with him. <laughs> That's what I should have done. <laughs> I love Charlene. But instead, I just walked away because I thought, what would my friend say of me making out with some actor in a club? Yes, I was engaged to someone I'm not married to anymore. And hanging out with my girls, I'm not friends with anymore. And hanging out with girls, I'm not friends with anymore. Because how many times are you 21 in in a VIP Hollywood? Wait. Because how many times are you 21 in a VIP in Hollywood? Like, never. Right. So... As I later saw 500 Days of Summer and Don Juan, or Don, <laughs> 500 Days of Summer and Don John, I just kicked myself. He was right there and I walked away. Moral of the story, any decision you make to do something ultimately is what you wanted to wanted at that time. But anything I wanted to do but didn't, that's what stings. Like Michael Jordan probably didn't say, but the ads did. Just do it. Thanks, ladies. Hashtag forever friends. Hashtag cross country. (laughs) Hashtag cross country friends. I'm having trouble reading tonight. Charlene. 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 I feel you. Yep. I feel you. Thank you for sharing that story. Thank you so much for sharing that story. Yes. That was a good one to tell. I'm going to read the next one. Okay. Because then you're going to read the next one because it's the David Faustino story. Oh, yeah. Okay. Sounds good. So I'll read the next one, too. And that makes sense because this one is a Lance. Because this one's about Lance Bass. So, so why hi. not, right? This is Jennifer's Lance Bass story. Here we go. And thank you, Charlene. Thank you, Charlene. Lance Bass ass. <laughs> Dot com. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a story how I became a Lance fan for life. I love the show Mickey Mouse Club MMC, and I was in all of these MMC pen pal groups. At one point, I had over 100 pen pals that I'd hand wrote letters to on a regular basis. What? Once my mailman asked if I was famous or something because I got at least two letters a day, but usually around five in a day. That's crazy. Yeah. That's a lot of letters. 
Basically, it was how we all got our info on MMC, which is probably how everybody got their info on New Kids on the Block, too, yes. like that. Exactly. And I think that that was actually said in, in our group. That is dedication. That is dedication. But back then, I totally would have wrote letters all day long. I was in pen pal groups, but I never could keep up. I never was in a pen pal group. I had like I had like those pen pal books. What pen pal books? They're like little books. They were homemade books. Like someone would like fold a bunch of papers together and staple them. And then you put like your address label on them. Fun. And then like you, it's like a chain thing and you mail out letters to like the last five people on the list or. That's cool. Yeah. And I did that, but then I could never like continue. Oh, I would lose interest. I've been like that my whole life though. Hey, 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 you're, you're out, you're. You're talking about it now. I try. Yep. <laughs> okay. Um, do do a few of my pen pals knew them personally from school. So anyways, phone numbers somehow went around. I talked to Brittany on her birthday. 13, I think. Jennifer, TJ, Nikki, Tasha, Dale, and Tony. Wow. That's pretty cool. Whoa. I came into possession of Justin and JC's number at the house they were staying at together while working on the new boy band. I knew about them and knew the names, but I don't think I'd seen any pictures of the others yet. So I liked JC better because let's face it, Justin was kind of goofy in the beginning. (laughs) JC was too old for me, but Justin is only two months older than me. So duh, we could date and stuff. (laughs) So I called and asked for Justin. This very sweet Southern woman told me that the boys were in rehearsals. She told me that she was Lance's mom. Oh my gosh. Aww. Lance's mom. Looks looks like she's related to you. (laughs) Looks like she's family. (laughs) Um, So she said she'd have one of the boys call me when they were done. So I gave her my number and hung up saying, oh, well, I tried. A few hours later, the phone rang and my dad answered. Jennifer, it's for you, and it's a boy. OMG, I started to freak out. At this time in my life, no boys called me. I was in an awkward 14-year-old. I was an awkward 14-year-old freshman. So I knew it was Justin. I had to calm myself before picking up my before picking up my neon see- see-through phone and flopping on my bed. Hey, I had that phone. <laughs> and 14 years old freshman. Could you imagine getting a phone call from a boy that's famous? No, like that's no. I would have, I would have lost my mind. <laughs> me. Remember too. when what's his name called me? Who? You know who? My oh yes, I do. I do remember. Bangor's famous. Yes. Who's <laughs> <laughs> Bangor famous? I do remember. He called me, but not to talk to me. <sighs> to for me. Could you imagine that, you guys? Like, no. for real. I know I've talked about this already, but you've got this crush on this guy. And he's like, for like the whole year. Right. And he's like a big deal. Yes. I mean. He was, he was kind, kind of, of a big deal. He was kind of a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> and you get a phone call and it's said guy. He's like, hey, Nikki. How's it going? This is. Where? This is line. Right. <laughs> And Darcy How's it will going? get that reference. Darcy will get that reference. No one else will. How's it going? What are you doing? And I was like, oh, oh, I'm making noodles and noodles. What are you doing? What are you doing? Well, oh. I was calling to see if I could get so-and-so's number. 
heart broken, million pieces. That is so sad. Shattered. And I saw his friend today. Oh, you did. That's right. That's so funny. It is. I don't know where Line is these days, though. Yeah, I don't care. Local? I I don't think think so. so. I think so. Really? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, well, haven't... Have a great life. Haven't seen or heard from you in years. (laughs) Yeah. Toodles. I'll never forget. Hello, I said. This deep voice says, hello. (laughs) (laughs) Hello. Is this Jennifer? I could barely get out. Yes. And don't ask what happened next. I know I could barely get out. Yes. And don't ask what happened next. I know he told me about himself and the group and he told me they were gearing up to do their first show and that I should come. I reminded him I'm in California. We talked for over an hour about God knows what and I gave him my address. What? Over an hour? That's insane. I'm so jealous right now. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> okay, for real. I flipped out because... I am Pufu at AOL.com wrote me back like a one word email. I don't even remember what it said. Yes. Is that all it said? I have no idea what it said. It was like, hello. Hello, Nikki, or something like that. It was really, it was really like. And Lance Bass has confirmed that was him. Well, I mean, he confirmed that he had the, he didn't remember the, the email. (laughs) He just, what, what? Oh, no, nothing. That was just funny. Oh, okay. Um, (laughs) That was the night I became a Lance girl. A few weeks later, I did get a flyer in the mail inviting me to the show. I think it was at Pleasure Island in Orlando. That winter, I also got a Christmas card for them. Sadly, though, it was the closest I ever got to them. Oh, but you talked to Lance for over an hour. I'm jealous. That is crazy. Did you think that you were going to like get married? Because I would have thought that. Because I would have thought that. And I'm like, we just talked for an hour. That's a long time to talk to a boy, let when alone... When you're 14. A boy that's, like, preparing himself to be in a boy band. And he was, like, what, 16? Yeah. Wow. Wait. I think he's only a year older. Isn't he Isn't he 79? Yeah, so he's a year older. And Justin is 81. And I think Jennifer is 80. Two months. She's two months... Younger than Justin. Oh, is that what she said? Yeah. Oh, so she's younger than me? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought we were the same age. Justin is only two months older than me. So, and Justin was 80, like December 81. Okay. So she's like February 82. Oh, so she's, okay, so she's three years younger than me. Well, like two years and t- like three months okay yeah yeah for some reason i thought we were the same age oh i was wrong i get older they stay the same, same age, age. <laughs> um jennifer thank you for sharing you that so story sharing that, that was story. amazing that was an awesome story lance lance bass hi i'm lance bass <laughs> is that what he sounds like wait hi hi i'm lance bass no <laughs> He doesn't sound like that. He's deeper than that. That's that's um Lance Harbor. That is Lance Harbor. No, no, not Lance Harbor, but that's uh Oh John Moxon. I don't want your life. I don't want your life. <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer, 
Johnny Moxon. <laughs> is that his name? Yeah. Is right here at my window. Window. Or whatever she said. <laughs> um Thanks, Jennifer. Thank you. I'm gonna read Stacy's David Faustino story. This is a good story. I haven't read it yet, so I'm I excited. I can't wait for you to read it. I can't wait for Baby, you to read it. I can't wait. Did you know that he's like he he tried to dabble in the rap industry? So okay, I knew that he did something with music. He rapped, right? I didn't think so. Oh, I thought he like went. I thought he was trying to be like a rap producer. Oh, maybe that's or right. maybe he is a rap producer. Okay, I'm not trying to be. I shouldn't say trying to be. I, I thought, honestly don't know. I don't know either. So scratch that. But I had such a crush on him when I was a kid. He was a nice looking gentleman. When he was Bud Bundy. <laughs> I loved him. We've been watching Married with Children. Married with Children. I was like, this is bad. It it was highly inappropriate. I watched it every week. <laughs> Me too. Um, Al Bundy, I, Al Bundy disgusted me actually as a child. A lot of, a lot, I don't think my dad ever watched it. Maybe he did. And he would laugh. But I think a lot of dads felt like, kind of felt like Al Bundy. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. This is Stacy's story. Let's hear it. I am relatively new to your podcast and have been trying to catch up before I sent in my story. However, after listening to Step 38 with Kara... Just now, and you were wondering what landfill the fan letters we wrote to NKOTB or anyone else were in, and then Nikki mentioned her letter to David Faustino. Which I think it was you. Yes. Brooke's letter. That was me. To David Faustino. I decided to just send my story now. Hey. Thank I'm excited. You for sending it. So before I get to my story, let me just say that you girls are great. Aw. Thank you. So much of what you both say, both NKOTB in real life, I completely relate to. If it weren't for the fact that I am six years older than you, I would think that Nikki and I were separated at birth because we are so similar. Anyhow. It might be you. I can't wait to share my NKOTB stories with you soon. On to David. I'm excited. So in 1990, at some point, I wrote a fan letter to David Faustino. I had decided to be a bit different with it. I wrote it on index cards and hole punched them in the corner, then used a twist tie to connect them together. Interesting concept. That is really interesting. I got his mailing address from a teen magazine and off the letter went. I never heard anything back, or so I thought. One day in February 1991, my grandma told me about a friend of hers who knew about a talent agency opening in our city, and they were looking for a high school student to answer phones and file papers a few hours a day. Perfect. The job interview was going to be in Hollywood, which was about 45 minutes from my house on a school day. My mom was totally cool with me skipping school and agreed to take me. I assumed it was because my grandma's friend set it all up. On the way there, my mom had to stop to use the bathroom because she was so nervous. I was 16 and annoyed. I remember asking her through the bathroom stall, why are you nervous? This is my interview. (laughs) I don't remember her answer, but I do remember asking her to wrap it up. LOL. (laughs) That's funny. We finally get to the talent agency and the gal that greeted me had me complete a job application. The application was all questions about what music I listen to, what celebrities I like, who I'd like to see them represent as clients, who I would like to meet. My responses included New Kids on the Block and David Faustino. That would have been my response. Before going in for my interview, I was offered food, soda, and gum. I thought it was weird and declined them all. (laughs) I was escorted back to my interview room, which actually was a set. 
there was a photo shoot happening. It looked like a schoolroom with a huge notepad and a desk, a table with cups of pencils, a phone, and a five-foot pencil. I sat in a director chair off to the side while they finished, and then it was my turn. I remember the interviewer's name was Phyllis Katz. (laughs) She asked me some questions about the celebrities on my applications, specifically focusing on David. We continuously got interrupted with phone calls for Phyllis. After a few phone calls, Phyllis said she needed to step out for a moment and asked if I could answer the phone if it rang and take any messages for her. Of course I said I would, but secretly I was hoping the phone wouldn't ring. It rang. The first time I told the person, Phyllis wasn't there, and they said they would call back. Same with the second time. The third time, I wasn't so lucky. The third caller indicated that it was important that I take down a very detailed message for Phyllis. He said it was the rest of the credits for his new movie. He asked who I was. I told him and said I was there interviewing. He said, look, this is very important. This is David Faustino. (laughs) I said, oh, my gosh. He said something like, you know who I am? I told him, yes. I don't remember what he said, but he reiterated how important it was that the information get to Phyllis. So I grabbed a pencil from the cup and a paper from the table. The pencil wasn't sharpened. I grabbed another, not sharpened, grabbed another and another. Are you kidding me? I had to tell David I was a loser with nothing to write with. I was so embarrassed. I told him that there were no pencils, nothing to write with. He said, nothing at all? I said, only a huge pencil. He said, what do you mean huge? Will it write? (laughs) I said, well, yes, but it's about as tall as me. To shorten this really long and embarrassing story, I ended up taking his message with his huge, awkward pencil that was hard to hold. I had to prop it up to turn pages on the notepad. (laughs) My writing was darn near unreadable. I was more embarrassed when David asked me to read the names back to him. Of course, they weren't simple names like John. They were complicated, nearly unpronounceable names. I had to tell him that I struggled to read my own writing. So he chuckled and said, let me just give you my number and you can ask Phyllis to call me. I nearly died. I have to tell you something after. Okay. What? I have to tell you something after you read this. Okay. Just don't let me. Don't let you forget. Right. Okay. I decided at that exact moment to commit that number to memory so I could call him later. I took down the number and he asked me to hold on a moment. From behind me, I heard someone say, hello? I spun around and it was David standing directly in front of me. The most embarrassing part of any of this video is that you can actually see me go weak in the knees. I was still on the phone. I asked if I could hang up the phone. I had to sit down. This is too much to handle. He pulled out my letter and I went red. He read the first line. Hi, David. How are you? I hope you are fine because you sure look fine. <laughs> I was mortified. He said, this, oh is, my God. this is your letter, right? <clears throat> I had to admit it was. He said, hold on. I need to introduce you to someone. He stepped out and walked in with a bunch of people who shouted, Stacy, you're on bloopers and practical jokes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Do you remember that show? I love that show. I feel like I remember this episode when she started I talking like about I the too. pencil. Yes. Because I, I read this before. Guilty. Some, yeah. Like, I try not to read them. But when she started talking about the pencil and the big pencil, I could see it playing when in my head. When she started talking about writing with a big pencil. Yes. And, like, how she too. had to flip. And she could only get, like, 
one like she was like trying to write she could only get like one letter on the piece of paper yes i feel like i saw this i feel like i saw this too like this sounds very familiar yes i also can i also I feel like look, i can picture it i tried to look for the video but okay. i couldn't find it so please, if anybody has a video i want to see it so does stacy have a video i i emailed her and i asked her oh, okay after things calmed down, I got to sit and chat with David about normal life. I got hair and makeup done and we did a photo shoot together. He invited me to go to the club where he was DJing in Hollywood. My mom wouldn't let me go. Oh. I was able to call up and get tickets to tapings of Married with Children whenever I wanted, which was a cool perk. He brought me down on set to meet the cast and sign my poster of us. So I know you are always asking the how questions. I found out afterwards that David's PR team actually read my letter. They found it interesting and showed him. He agreed to the meetup. They used my return address to find me. I had a different last name than my mom, who had remarried, so they actually found my uncle, who lived in the same city as me. Wow. That's crazy. He hung up on them the first time they called. He thought it was some creep trying to get at his 16-year-old niece. The second time, he was aggressive and told them to quickly state your business. They did. He gave them my mom's number. They set the entire plan in motion, which explains my mom's nervous belly. She knew exactly what was going to go down and was a nervous wreck. Aww. So that is my David Faustino story. If you have any questions, let me know. I've scoured the internet for a video of it and I can't find it. But if oh. you do, please let me know. Okay. Take care, Stacy. Stacy, you're amazing. Oh, you my are God. amazing. Look at that picture of her. I love that picture so much. He's like gazing up at her lovingly. That was like prime Bud Bundy too. Yes, that was when I was like, I'm that's kind of like my dress. Marry so him. that's Paisley. Yes, that is Paisley. <laughs> full circle. That is a full circle Paisley shirt. So, okay, what did you want to tell me? That was it. That I thought I saw this episode. Oh, okay. So yeah, I mean, this sounds very familiar. Yeah, I feel like I'm gonna scour the internet now too. And Dick Clark. Dick Clark? Wasn't it Dick Clark and Ed McMahon that hosted bloopers and practical jokes? Super bloopers and practical jokes? I don't know if they always did, but I think they did for a long time. I remember in the 80s they did. Okay. I mean, what was this? 92? 91? 92? 92. So maybe they still did. That's so cool. I like those two men. Together, especially. Yes. National treasures. Yeah. That was an awesome story, Stacey. Thank you so much for sharing that. Yes. I love it. That was awesome. Thank you so much again, Stacy. Stacy, that was You're an amazing. awesome story. I love it. Courtney's summer camp memories. I love summer camp stories. Send me all the summer camp I stories. Know. I love summer camp. I never went to summer camp. Me either. And so I want to hear all the summer camp stories. I just did like Girl Scout camp, which was just a day camp. Like, I didn't even do that. And I, I think w- I did it one year. I went to basketball camp. Well, that's a camp. Well, I mean, it was day camp. Yeah. It was yeah. like two hours a day. So, Brooke, do you want to read Courtney's summer camp memories? Sure. This is Courtney's summer camp memories. Hey, Brooke and Nikki. It's your friend Courtney. You know, OG listener number two behind Michelle. So I thought I'd send you an 80s, 90s story and talk about summer camp. I started attending a summer camp called Calvary Camp in 1986. I was nine years old, about to be 10 later that summer. The camp is called Calvary Camp. Sorry. The camp is called Calvary Camp and is located in Conneaut, Conneaut, however you say that. Yeah. If it's French, it's Cano. 
If it's not, it's Conneaut, Ohio, which is just about 10 miles over the border of Pennsylvania, right on Lake Erie. The camp is still in existence today. It was founded in 1936 and is affiliated with the Episcopal Diocese of Pittsburgh. That's enough geography. It is a mouthful. That's enough geography and history for today. On with my story. I loved camp from the very beginning. It also helped that I had actually been there before for what they called family camp when families can go together for a week towards the end of the summer. I enjoyed all of the different activities I could participate in from arts and crafts, swimming, horseback riding, and more. Having chapel or campfire at night where we would sing so many new and fun songs to me. It taught me how to get along with eight to nine other girls in my cabin and how to be away from home. I grew up at camp. I attended from 1986 to 1993 when I was a camper. So from age nine to my 17th birthday, I still remember every cabin number I was in and all of my counselors all these years later. That's cool. I was then on the camp staff for four years, 1994 to 97. During those trying preteen and teenage years, I found my home away from home and my camp family. At camp, it didn't matter if you were popular back home at school. It didn't matter if you bought your clothes at the Gap or at Goodwill. We were all the same at camp. Oh, that's awesome. That is awesome. It taught me that deep down, we really are all the same. The troubles of those trying years could be left at home. I am so thankful that I got to experience all of those wonderful summers at camp. One of my favorite parts about camp were all the silly pranks people used to pull, usually at night. One of my favorites was, I think, my last summer as a camper. It happened to my cabin and the mail staff got us good. They took hundreds of small plastic disposable cups, stapled them together, and filled them about halfway with water and covered the floor of our cabin. What? Yeah. That's crazy. That, okay, so how did everybody like stay asleep? I don't know. Somehow they pulled this off with no one waking up. Imagine our surprise when we woke up in the morning to the floor covered. There was no way to get all the water out without spilling some of it or stepping in the cups. Oh, my word. That was a fun morning, and we were all late to breakfast. LOL. We got them back good, though. The legacy my mother and uncle started, they both attended in the late 50s, early 60s, continues on today with my daughter, who now attends the same camp. That's awesome. That is awesome. I See, I never did camp like that. Yeah. So all I know, like, the only reference I have is from, like, movies and books. Me too. So Me too. I think that's cool. I do. I think so, too. Um, I always wanted to do, like, a sleepaway camp. But at the end of the day, like, I was scared to. Me too. Because you're not home. Yeah. Bryn tried to do it this past summer. Yeah. And she just. Actually, it wasn't the summer. It was the summer before. It was the summer before, I think. Yeah. yeah I remember that. Yeah. So. I don't know. That's cool, though. Thank yeah. you so much for sharing, Courtney. Yes, Courtney. Do you remember the show Bug Juice? Very, kind of. Wasn't that summer camp? Yes. It was like a summer camp reality kids show on Nickelodeon in I like 2000. So. Yeah. Um, I think I was a little old to watch it, but I still kind of watched it when it was on. Because it was interesting. Because again, it was like summer camp. Yeah, it was something we hadn't experienced. So right. Yeah. Right. So, oh, that's cool. This is so awesome. So send us your summer camp stories. Yeah. We want to hear all the summer camp stories. Summer camp stories. Other 80s and 90s celeb stories. Like when you went on vacation with your parents. Yes. Vacation stories. Yes. And you met. I love vacation stories. Maybe you met a boy. Maybe you did meet a boy. Maybe Maybe you didn't. Maybe you. Maybe maybe, you met more than one. Maybe. 
Maybe you met some boys on the beach. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that was awesome. <gasps> thank that's you, everyone, it. so much for sharing thank you, your Courtney. stories. Yeah, thank you, everyone. So, so that, that's our episode. That's it, guys. That's Thanks for joining got. us. Yes, we appreciate you. We appreciate you, and we'll be back next week with a block party. Yeah. Welcome to the block party. Hey. So that's it. Thanks. Thanks. Bye. Bye.